Fuck you to all my haters out there, especially Nick Gale. What's the next topic on this fucking show? What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to From the 50. We are live for week one of the NFL. TJ Weber, Big Web, Zach Zook, Nick Yale from California, Nick Tolley in Buffalo. So I'm running the show today. But hey, we're back and we're pumped up. Guys, how are we doing here on week one? Couldn't be more ready for the games to finally start. I mean, I feel like the lead up is always way too long and it makes you wait so long but hey we've paid our penance we are finally here week one big web how are you doing it's time to go man it's time to go and and like zach's saying the thing starts out they they start the damn uh, preseason the first of august and they don't start the season until like the 10th of september it's like ah 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 let's go what What was that sound that was ah 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 ah, let's go let's do it well in 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 you think that, oh, only three weeks of preseason. They, we'll start the season a week earlier. No, no, no. They're not going to do that because <laughs> they still don't want to compete with the college football Labor Day weekend. So we, we're finally here, and I'm just ready for the game to start, man. It, it, that's the great thing about sports. Um, one of the reasons that I think we all watch is because, you know, once the game start, there's a winner and there's a loser. And at the end of the day, it wow, don't really matter. So. Wow, I like that. <laughs> Nick Yale from uh, Newport so. Beach, California. Nick, how are you there? Oh, man, good to be back on the show, ready to kick your guys' asses here in week one, baby. It's going to be the same old game like we played last year. I'm going to come in here and dominate, uh, so we'd oh, love to see it. Here he goes. Excited to be He's back. He's starting the shit already. He's starting excited the shit already. you got to love it. Do you, you need some wait. sunglasses? Do you need some I, sunglasses out there? I, I do. I should I should go get some sunglasses, <laughs> pop those on. Uh, just excited to see TJ lose and have to do a bunch of really shitty punishments this year. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. I mean, you know, they, they call it a bounce back for a reason. we got a bounce back season coming. I obviously get last place last year. We'll go over that later, but we don't want to mention it too much because we know where it's going to go this season. You know, it's always on the bounce back. So I expect to have a good year. Uh, in addition, we have Nick Tolley uh, officially as a, an official picker, I should say, here on From the 50. So About he will damn be time. picking with us. Because now. About damn time. I'm sick of oh hearing God. that guy's bullshit when uh, he, he just doesn't have to make the pick. Now, he's, oh, now he's got to be committed. Should have done that. <laughs> Like, all right, yeah, and he's got nothing to fight for. He's yeah. just sitting there back there chilling, drinking a coffee or whatever. It's like, all right, motherfucker, now you're going to have some punishments. I exactly. Love, to see it. love it. Love to see it. Guys, get involved. Uh, you can always uh, comment here on Facebook. If you're watching on FromThe50.com or on Twitch, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it here on week one. And uh, got a lot of good things for you. If you're new to the show, uh, it's us, same guys. Obviously, Tali last year was more behind the scenes. We'll have him on camera, have a mic for him this season. Uh, a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun on the show. Keep it very laid back. Give you picks, give you analysis, give you fantasy, and talk shit on Nick. That's pretty much the entire show. You yep, know? that's accurate. Same, same. Pretty much how it goes. So we're pumped up. Uh, before we get started, though, we got to mention another great sponsor who's back. She's back. K. Roberts, Remax Gold, 314-409-4113, the best real estate agent in town. Go online, stlhomes for you. That's the number four, Y-O-U.com. She's also the sponsor of Big Web's Best Bets of the Week. Big Web, uh, did you go positive last year? I kind of forgot. Did not go positive last year, but we had a lot of fun. Had a lot of fun. But one thing we do on this show, we are totally transparent. You know if we're up or down. We're not one of these goofy shows that say, oh, we're, we're hanging in there. We did pretty good. I'm not going to say that. We didn't win last year. We are close that we got fucked on a lot of segments, <laughs> a lot of chances, but we're there. We're back. We're ready to go. It's going to be a good year. All right. Well, let's get into uh, some storylines. So, again, we got a lot of things going on uh, here in week one and obviously a lot of storylines. Zook, you had a little comment going on this this year you know just trying to get stuff going for the season uh what's your storyline for the day so i i I think that the 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 patriots cutting cam newton and going with mac jones from day one is i think something that not a lot of people anticipated when they drafted mac a lot of times it's really only the you know the one overall pick that's a lock to start week one kyler murray years ago for the cardinals trevor lawrence this year for the jaguars but typically the guy that's taken you know 15th overall 20th overall 12th overall in the case of Justin Fields is not a lock to start week one 
let alone have his backup be cut from the team before the first week of game starts. And my takeaway from it, I, I wasn't totally shocked that they gave Mac Jones the job. If you followed preseason, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of us football nerds have, Mac Jones is the better player. I mean, let's face it. He's looked significantly better. And I know that they wanted to move away from the the offense they ran with Tom Brady when he initially left last year. You know, it's kind of like when you break up with, with, with a girlfriend, right? What do you look for? Kind of the polar opposite. But they realize they have a type. And Mac Jones runs the offense that they want to run. They, with, with the short passing game and the running game, dumping it off to backs and tight ends. That wasn't Cam's thing. Cam is not really a thrower of the football. Cam it was it was a physical uh, uh, talent, and when those physical gifts wane, and you're unable to sort of change the way that you that you play the game, you're unable to evolve. Then your value as as a quarterback really kind of ceases to exist. So I really don't think it was about you know whether or not he got the COVID shot. I don't think it was about that. I don't think it was about his comments to the media. I think it's as simple as Mac Jones gives them a better chance to win on Sundays. He runs the offense that they want. And it's a lot simpler, I think, for the rest of the guys on that unit because if you're going to have Mac Jones be the starter even and have Cam be the backup, maybe you have a couple packages for him. That's what I thought that they were going to do. But you have to install a whole bunch. You basically have to install an entire new offense mm-hmm. for when Cam comes into the game because he can't run the offense that you want to run with Mac Jones. And, so and, and not I to, think it simplifies things. And, and to throw a personality issue in there, you know, Cam Newton's got an outgoing, aggressive, kind of prima donna kind of uh, – aura about him and people a lot of people like that excitement the way he likes to run the ball etc and uh that just wasn't going to work behind another guy I think it was really going to cause a lot of friction right there yeah absolutely and he he said multiple times he thought he was going to be a distraction that's what he said on his YouTube channel in a recent interview so uh whether you believe that or not and he kind of threw Mac Jones under the bus like you were talking about so I don't know what's going to happen there I think Mac Jones is the real deal I don't know why they had to let Cam go. I don't really know if I understand. I guess maybe in the Patriots' way, they were saying, hey, we want Mac to be the guy, but Cam, we want to give you a shot to go play somewhere else if you have a better opportunity. Like Basically, Bill's saying, Mac's my guy. I'm not going back, pretty much. So. You, you know, it could be one of those things, too, where you, you get rid of the the looming threat of Cam Newton coming back to, to becoming the starter. I mean, we know the Boston sports media is a passionate you know, area. So if you eliminate Mac Jones or sorry, Cam Newton from the roster, there's really nobody to take Mac Jones spot and he can kind of grow pressure free throughout the season, win or loss, because there's really no threat of anybody else to take his job. I mean, who's the backup there now? I think it's Brian Hoyer. Yeah. So Garrett uh Sittum? there's Garrett there's Sittum? yeah. Sidham's on the roster. I can't I don't know who's back up. I don't know. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I'm pretty string. sure it's uh it's Brian Hoyer. But you're absolutely you're absolutely right. I mean Cam Newton they needed to get rid of him. His reasoning for them getting rid of him, I think, is bullshit. But the fact that Mac Jones got the starting job does not mean that he's going to magically become Patrick Mahomes in week one, week two, week three, or week four. So by taking him off the roster, it eliminates that factor of like, oh, do we need to switch back to Cam Newton? Does he need to take over this team if Mac Jones comes out and shits the bed against Miami today? Like, that's what people will be asking. Oh, when's Cam Newton coming in? You know, and so this gives Mac Jones that freedom to, to develop as that quarterback as a rookie, which that's what those rookies need to do. They need to go out there and play. We're seeing a odd scenario out there in San Francisco with Jimmy G and, uh, and Trey Lance. And so Trey Lance is not going to get to play, which is, which is fine. But when you have that quarterback battle, that's not something a rookie needs. And so I think getting rid of Cam Newton is, was, was the right decision. Yeah, no, I, I, I think so too. And, and maybe he will get a chance. Like, you know, is he better than 32 other guys in the NFL? I don't know. I think he's lost it. I think a lot of people agree with that, but you know, with some of these rookies going on, they're putting a lot of faith in, in guys like in New York. And, and there's there's opportunities for Cam maybe to continue his career. He's still kind of productive. They're just not sure if he's going to be able to be the player he used to be. So we'll see what happens. I'm curious to see uh, what your thoughts are on Mac Jones becoming the starter in New England. Nick, uh, your storyline. So you talked about Carson Wentz. This is a big-time step in his career. You know, he's coming back. He got injured in the uh, preseason. It was a big storyline. Now he's here. He's here in week one. They've talked about it. They're ready for him to take over that team. They think that Cam, or that Carson can make them Super Bowl contenders. What are your thoughts on it? 
Yeah, this is really Carson Wentz moment to show that he can be that quarterback, that QB one that helped lead Philly to a Super Bowl. But it's really just the injury question around Carson Wentz. We saw the foot injury uh, that he had in preseason or had earlier in a training camp that was supposed to supposedly going to put him out five to 12 weeks. And now here he's back week one. Quentin Nelson, same injury, also back for week one. So that was a maybe a worst case scenario what the Colts were telling uh, the media about those injuries and so that they can just rehab on their own time and not have any question marks if they should push them along uh, too soon because that's been Carson Wentz's problem. But this is an indie team in a division that's weak, 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 weak. Jacksonville and Houston might be the two worst teams in football. And then you're competing against Tennessee, who obviously just added AJ Brown or added Julio Jones along with AJ Brown and Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. That's the team to beat in this division. But I do think Indy's defense and their offensive line just added Eric Fisher, uh, who's not playing today. He's out, but they have all the pieces they need, all by maybe a wide receiver that's uh, a little bit WR1. They don't really have a wide receiver that's a standout wide receiver one. T.Y. Hilton has kind of fallen off. They got some young guys in Paris Campbell (laughs) and Michael Pittman now that need to step up. But to me, Indy is a a team – that it was a quarterback away with Phillip Rivers. And they got to the playoffs last year. And so now you reconvene uh, Frank Reich with Carson Wentz. And to me, everyone's slandering Carson Wentz. Like, oh, Carson Wentz is a terrible quarterback. He has no shot. The, the Colts have no shot. To me, Carson Wentz could make a case for an MVP candidate if he stays healthy and plays the way that he did that year that he led Philly to the Super Bowl before he got injured. So to me, Carson Wentz may be the missing piece for Indy and they have to compete against Tennessee, yes, in that division, all by a tough AFC as well. you got to go through the Chiefs and the Bills to get to the Super Bowl. But to me, this is a, this is a Colts team that has a shot, and I believe in them. I put 28-1 to 1 on uh, Indy to win the Super Bowl. So if you're a betting man and you like some value in the AFC, it, it's a tough pick, but it's a value pick for the Colts. And uh, Carson Wentz might be that key that they needed to get the job done because Phillip Rivers wasn't that guy. He wasn't mobile, and Carson Wentz isn't really mobile either, but at least – Carson Wentz has a power arm instead of a limp noodle like Rivers did. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I mean, I I think he could be the guy. I think he's the missing piece that they've been looking for. So we'll see. I mean, I I think that he's going to take them to the next level, like you're saying. Can he stay healthy? That's the key for me. You know, he's lost T.Y. Hilton, but he's got Pittman, as you mentioned. He's got a lot of weapons. We'll see what he can do. But I think Carson's the missing piece there in Indy. There's just so many good teams in the NFL. That's the problem. I think that this is also going to be a team that is going to be much better in November than it is in September. Like when you see them today, if if they have a poor performance, I wouldn't I mean, put that out of your mind. This is going to be a different team when they get into November and December and they start running the ball. Uh, it's going to be a much more complete yeah. team. Jonathan Taylor in year two there. I mean, he he has the case to be one of the best breakout sophomores this year behind that line. They they very well could just switch to an entirely heavy run. And Naheem Hines just re-signed a, a, an extension there as well. So their run game is uh, ready to go. I think I think Wentz is an injury waiting to happen, boys. I hate to say that for the kid. I mean, he's, he's a good player when he's healthy. But I just thank you, Andrew Luck, for giving Indy quarterback problems. That's all I got to tell you. <laughs> Big Webb, uh, we'll stick with you. Obviously, looking at the Buffalo Bills. You know, Tali there in Buffalo. You're a huge fan of the Bills this year. You love what they're Absolutely. doing. Josh Allen took huge steps last year. Where does he go from uh, from last season? I'll tell you what, guys. It, it's it's what Allen did, but it's also what the organization did during the offseason. I mean, they went ahead, and, and they, first of all, they signed Josh Allen to 2028, like $43 million a year, which tells the whole community and the team, hey, we got our guy. He's set. Let's go. Also, they added wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders on the outside. They really needed him because Brown's gone. Brown was injured a little bit last year, but they needed some guys to uh, accompany uh, Diggs and Beasley also in the receiving. Now, as far as the backs go, I mean, they got two good guys, Singletary and uh, Moss, real solid backs back there. And also, they kept their line together. These, you know, when you have a good football team, everybody wants your players. Everybody's offering them more money. Well, they actually restructured some of the offensive linemen, two of them restructured in order to sign Milano on defense. So these these key moves and and the financials and everything they did, I mean, just ask the New Orleans Saints. They're, They're shipping out 13, 15 guys because they got salary cap problems right now. Buffalo, when you're a when you're a good football team and you're trying to keep it going. You got to do exactly what they did. They went in, signed those guys. 
they kept their core people, and not only that, but in the draft, they drafted some monsters. They got two guys, ACC leaders in, in perimeter sack rushing the quarterback from the outside. They got two big guys. Now, do they need them right away? No. They can bring these guys in and let them gel with the team, and then later on in the season, when you need these guys, they're going to be strong and fresh and ready to go. They also signed two huge, I'm talking about huge offensive tackles, mm-hmm. six Six eight, three fifty, and uh, another guy. Same thing. Like six seven. I mean, these guys are monsters, and they're good backups on the offensive line. So they went ahead and, and added those people. They added uh, Marquez Stevenson from Houston, kick returner. This guy's got great numbers out of college. And last but not least, Buffalo in the AFC Championship game last year. They lost thirty eight to twenty four to the Chiefs. But if you really watch that game in the third quarter, Josh Allen threw a pass. It was tipped and picked. They're one tip pass away from being right within a touchdown of Kansas City. I think they built this team not only to compete with Kansas City, but to beat Kansas City in the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, no, I think so too. I mean, they, they've shown the steps now to be Super Bowl contenders. They, they've gotten to the AFC Championship, as Dad said. Unfortunately... You got the Chiefs still, who you know a lot of people might say, "Oh, that, you know, like, sh- like shut up about it." Like we get the Chiefs are good, but uh, you know they're not going to win it. They're they're going to be choke artists, as Nick said, when they get to the late games. I think that loss against Tampa turned it up. I think Mahomes and Tyreek and Andy, all those guys, know what it's like now to lose that big game with this great team. So I think they worked on it. I think they're going to be scary this year. But the Buffalo Bills are ready to win. It's just a matter of if they can beat the Chiefs. I think it's going to be them two in the AFC Championship again. I don't know how you can't can go against that. I, th- I think Hot the take. Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are <laughs> lacking a little bit of depth right now. Yeah. I mean, because uh, I mean, receiver wise, you got three guys. You got Hardman, you got uh, Tyreek, and you got uh, Kelsey. But who's behind them? You got Pringle. Pringle. Yeah. Pringle, but that's it. You know, you got a potato. Miko Hardman. Hardman, yeah, I mentioned yeah. him. Oh, you, mentioned him. Yeah. you mentioned him, yeah. Byron right, Pringles yeah, I mean, that's kind of the nature of, of the beast when you have as many good players as the Chiefs do. They just don't have a whole lot of depth, and we saw that with the offensive line. They, they I think, have three new offensive linemen coming in. Mm-hmm. I mean, they cut both of their tackles in the offseason, so I think the Chiefs, similar to uh, the Colts, like we mentioned earlier, they're obviously different starting points, right? But uh, I, I think the Chiefs are going to be another team that is going to get better as the season goes on and could be could end up being pretty scary by the time we roll around to playoffs. I think the key that, that makes me a little concerned out there is uh, Watkins. Is, Sammy Watkins is gone. So that, that was kind of an insurance policy for me, for those guys as far as receivers go. So. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, final storyline. Uh, T.J. Watt signs a four-year, $112 million extension with the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, they love him there because I don't know if you heard the story. Apparently, his his agents and the owner were going back and forth, and he walked in when his agents were trying to push for more money. He walked in and he goes, "I want this deal. Let me sign the damn thing." He signed it, and went back to practice. That's apparently what happened. So <laughs> you gotta love it. I mean, that's if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, how can you not love T.J. Watt? Yeah. He's he's earned this money though. I mean, he's been all over the place. The dude's a stud, and I think he's gonna be. You know, one of those faces that you talk about for the Pittsburgh Steelers for a long time, as long as he stays healthy. You know, not much to say about it. Just, I mean, a huge, huge get for them to re-sign him or to extend him, I guess. Yeah, totally. I mean, you you heard uh, Big Ben. You know, it's a, your teammates kind of can speak volumes about you. And Big Ben pretty much said, you know, give, give him – he should get whatever he wants no. because he is that impactful for the franchise, plays the most important position on defense, and he's a stud. I mean, just like J.J., he is – just as impactful and can wreck a game. So uh, he is he's very important for the Steelers, and it's a defense that I think expects to, again, be top 10. I mean, they better be because that offense is going to have some problems. They have a first-year first coordinator that's coming from college, never uh, really done it in the pros, and so he's got a lot of weapons, uh, you know, at the receiver and the running back position, but the offensive line and the quarterback is ailing. Yeah. So uh, that defense is going to have to be really good, and they need T.J. Watt if they want to even compete in the AFC North. Yeah. Did you Did you see that uh, J.J. Watt tweeted at him and said, uh, "Should I just Should I just Venmo request you for the IOUs? All the All the <laughs> yeah, IOUs? Or, or... You gotta love it. You gotta love that. Uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and get to uh, our next our next uh, segment. We're going to go to fantasy chat, where we're going to go over some of the top players that uh, you should be looking for this week. We're going to start. 
uh, with Big Web. Big Web, your daily fantasy and your fantasy players of the week this week. Again, we want to do both because you get your fantasy play, who you think is going to go off this week, and then your daily fantasy play, more of you know the money, how how much money it costs, you know how how it's looking. If it's a player that only costs three thousand to four thousand in DFS. Maybe it's something you take a, a, chan- a chance on. Okay, so so this guy's a stretch, but he could really be a, a low-cost provider for you. Ramondre Stevenson for the Patriots. He's a running back. This kid's a stud. He's out of Oklahoma, six foot two twenty-seven, solid runner. Reminds me of uh, Burke Burkett. Burkhead. 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 Rex Burkhead. First one of the year. Who now plays? <laughs> now plays for <laughs> Houston. But uh, you know. Belichick's got a guy like that right here in this Ramondre Stevenson. This kid is fast. He's not only tough, but he, he's got shiftiness. He can make it happen. And then your uh, – sorry, your main pick. Your main pick. Love Stevenson, by the way. Uh, big web. I mean, I, I picked him up in uh, fantasy as well. Looked excellent in the preseason. I think he's gonna. He's definitely going to get some work there. And I think in the red zone too, which is points in fantasy. Absolutely. Totally. So my second guy is Debo Samuel for uh, Frisco. I mean, this guy does it all out there, uh, especially today Yeah, against the Lions, who have Too basically soon. no secondary. Too soon. Anyway, I don't like Samuel. <laughs> I, mean, I don't like the Lions. I love Samuel. Take Samuel. All right. Uh, we will move on to Mr. Zook. Zook, uh, your daily – or let's say your regular fantasy player today. So I think my regular – was my regular fantasy guy – I can't keep it straight between Mostert and Pitts. I think my regular uh, uh, guy is another 49er, and it's Raheem Mostert. And, uh, you know, they call him Raheem must start for a reason, folks. He's a really good back, and he's going against a, a Lions defense. First game with a new head coach. I do really like Dan Campbell and the attitude I think he's going to bring, the roster construction that they're going to have there eventually. But this is week one. <laughs> against a really good offense, Kyle Shanahan's got the, had has had those guys for a couple of years now, and uh, I think it, Raheem Mostert is in in for a pretty big day today. As as far as DFS, where you seeing? You said Kyle Pitts kind of already gave it away, which is fine, right? Who, yeah. What's your so, thoughts on him? So I I really like Kyle Pitts. I think you can get a value on him early now. The value isn't, you know, such that I didn't, I'm not, I didn't give you a deep sleeper, you know, like like Ramondre Stevenson, but because uh, Kyle Pitts is still going to be in the top tight ends in terms of prices, but I think early on you're going to be able to get a pretty good value on him because I, guys, I just I'm telling you, I think he's going to be a really, really, really good player. I think that at the end of the season we could already be grouping him up with, you know, the Darren Wallers and Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, like those three guys. I think Kyle Pitts is just as likely to enter that conversation as, say, TJ Hawkinson or Mark Andrews. And if you remember back to when TJ Hawkinson had his rookie year, the Lions had just whiffed on the Eric Ebron pick. They took TJ Hawkinson again with a very high pick, and they made it a point to get him involved early on in his very first game against Arizona. I was at the game he like set a record for rookie tight ends or something uh over 120 yards receiving i think he had multiple touchdowns in the game he uh was the focal point of the offense in terms of their passing attack you look at this falcons team that just got rid of julio jones they have a new guy in town in arthur smith that likes to use the tight ends i think kyle pitts is gonna have a really good day today nick your thoughts on fantasy yeah, this is uh, this is I love fantasy. This is this is my area. In preseason, I was looking at Ryan Tannehill. I'm looking at him today against Arizona and long term. If you're in a situation where you need a quarterback or quarterback waiver wire, Ryan Tannehill is probably going to be available there on the waiver wire because he was going about QB 11, QB 12, and he can be a top three quarterback this year with the addition of Julio Jones. You have Julio Jones and AJ Brown. You're not stopping both those guys, and uh, Tennessee is going to throw the ball a lot. Sure, certainly, Derrick Henry is going to get his carries. That's going to only set up Ryan Tannehill to have a bigger season than he did last season. So if you need a quarterback, Ryan Tannehill is a good look. Also, I do like TJ Hawkinson. I just think that um, with the loss of Marvin Jones Jr., the loss of Kenny Galladay, TJ Hawkinson is going to be the go-to guy. And they add Penny Sewell, so TJ Hawkinson doesn't have to do as much blocking. He's going to have a field day, and he's in that, like, low tight end one category i think tj hawkinson might be the top tight end this year behind travis kelsey and i think darren waller takes a little bit of a setback if you're looking at daily fantasy look at marquez callaway new orleans wide receiver uh michael thomas is going to be out for the first six weeks and Jameis winston is going to throw the ball a shit ton to this guy marquez callaway he's probably available again on the waiver wire 
people in my league only knew about him because I told them about him. But if you watch right. his tape in the preseason, had to put that he, out there. He had uh, he had a <laughs> massive preseason with Jameis Winston. Made some incredible catches, and uh, I really think this is going to be one of New Orleans' best wide receivers, not only this year but for the future beyond Michael Thomas. Once Michael Thomas comes back, he probably moves into that wide receiver too. But for the at least for the first six weeks of the season, this guy is a lock in your daily fantasy lineups. Yeah, not bad. Uh, not bad plays there. I like those. I like both of those. You know, I was looking at a couple, and I'm gonna get chirped for this because it's a chalk play. Sure. But this guy, I mean, it's gonna be an absolute stud as he has been for so long. It's gonna be Devontae Adams. So the thing is, uh... I mean, he's getting Aaron back. He's getting Aaron back. That's the deal, you know. And he's gonna be just as good as he was last year. Now he scored over 20 touchdowns. I just think. You know, there's a chip on his shoulder this year with Aaron Rodgers. Their last year together is is the premise right now. So I don't see how he can't have another great year. It starts here in week one. And I just don't see how New Orleans, who also may be losing a couple cor- cornerbacks today, I think that that could be a good play Lattimore's, for Lattimore's out. And plus they, is Lattimore out? He was questionable officially. I heard he was out. Out, out? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Out, out. Out, out. All right. Outie. Out, He's out. outie. Outie five thou. So I like that one. Uh, Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> <laughs> 5,000, my friend. Uh, and then my uh, DFS play today is uh, Robbie Anderson, Carolina wide receiver. So, you know, I think with Sam Darnold, he had that connection with Robbie Anderson in New York. So that's one thing. Um, I think he's also trying to prove and, and find a top guy. I know he's got McCaffrey in the backfield. I think a lot of defenses are going to be keying on that. But I also think Robbie Anderson has a big year. You know, Sam Darnold has a lot to prove. He's kind of in that spot where a lot of quarterbacks are this year, where it's sink or swim. Your career is either over or it flourishes somewhere else. And I think Robbie Anderson's going to be one of those guys. Uh, they got a good, they got a good setup today against the New York Jets, and I think uh, I think that he's going to go ahead and flourish. So I'm going to go ahead and take Robbie Anderson as my DFS play uh, of the day so let us know what you think let us know what you think here on facebook here on twitch and uh who you think is tops in fantasy coming up this year should be fun though i'm pumped up i had a draft the other day and i got two guys that are injury ridden i had uh eckler and saquon back to back i traded austin eckler so i I want your guys input on a fantasy trade that i made because i got ridiculed for it and i couldn't understand why it was in it was in dynasty i traded Mm -hmm. austin eckler and calvin ridley and uh, the day I traded Austin Eckler, he got he uh, had the hamstring injury. Oh my god! I ended up getting back Robert Woods, uh, Aaron Jones, and uh, Claypool. So, oh, you know that that's a great. I don't know, but he gives a shit. But <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it was still. interesting that I, I, I traded him, and then literally he's like Austin Eckler did not participate today. I was like, well, that worked out. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think Robert Woods on the back half is. Have, of his career, but you get Chase Claypool and Aaron Jones. I mean, that's that's great. That's, that's, shit. that's not bad at all. That's, I don't that's, think that's, that's bad. Great trade. That's a great trade for you. Yeah, yeah. Just just like Calvin, Calvin Ridley is like the, chirped for it. the guy right now. Like Calvin Ridley in Dynasty. Here you go. In, in Fantasy, one of my buddies had a fantasy pick, and, and I want to know the, the public's uh, opinion here. You have DK Metcalf, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley. Who do you take? You can only take one of them. DK Metcalf, Kevin, Calvin Ridley, and who? And DeAndre Hopkins. Metcalf. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think it, I'd take Metcalf it, over Hopkins. Said, yeah, you said Dynasty too, right, Nick? Well, no, this was just a straight PPR league. Oh, straight Fantasy. PPR. I, eh. Mo- most of the chat said Ridley. I, I told it was for Trent's league. Uh, he ended up taking Hopkins. That's why I told him to take Metcalf. You're going up against Lockett. So, But yeah. Metcalf could very, very well could lead the league in yards receiving this year. Yeah. Yeah. He's a guy that's been, like, overdrafted, though. On the whole, that, that's, that's, that's oh, it's yeah, because of the year he had last year. I, mean, I think, I think yeah, his numbers are fat on that. He's get, he's getting drafted where like right after Devonte Adams. Oh, dude, like, yeah, like I I've been early you know, round two. Like, yeah, I think we all we all there. like play fantasy for the most part. I mean, in your all your leagues, he was going he was going ahead of like Diggs and and Hopkins. Uh, he was basically going after Adams. Absolutely, yeah. It's I don't know. It, it was a weird draft. I was shocked. I mean, a lot of receivers like Devontae went top six in our draft. Uh, I saw D Hop. He went top six in ours as well. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I know he had a good year, but like guys usually don't repeat twenty touchdown seasons. Kelsey uh, went in the first. Uh, Kelsey in our went in a well. lot of like leagues. It, yep. it was it was it was definitely interesting to see you know consensus of of who likes who and who doesn't like who. You know, similarly, 
I, like Terry McLaurin fell in, in like every single draft I was a part of. It's sure. like if you, guys that don't play for as talented of rosters or teams that maybe weren't on TV as much that you didn't really see score definitely slid down the board. Whereas DK Metcalf, guys in primetime like every other week, chasing down D-backs, yep. he looks like the Hulk and runs like the Flash. So it's like, who doesn't want DK Metcalf <laughs> right. on their team, right? Right. Well, Absolutely. they got Tyler Lockett, so it's... That's, yeah, that's so the they have a second guy there anyway. Hey, real quick, real Ant-Man. quick. So so you mentioned, you mentioned. I just want to throw this in, you mentioned Dan Campbell earlier. Mm-hmm. I heard a rumor. Bite kneecaps, baby. Bite oh, kneecaps. Yeah, this guy. So, so... They got the new guy, Sewell, right? The, the, the lineman. They, they took a big draft pick Benet. on this guy. So they put him in there, and he's supposed to be their left tackle. Uh-huh. They get an injury at right tackle or right guard. They move him over. What the? F- what are you doing? What are you, what are you shaking it up before it even starts, dude? You know, yeah. I, I don't understand that. This is the first big long... web brand of the season? It is. And you watch. I'll be on Dan Campbell all year long. Me and Dan Campbell do not get along so far. <laughs> <laughs> on Big Web's bad side. He, but he, Dan Campbell better come up and apologize Dan, to Big Web because it's not going to be Campbell good. It's not going to be good. Uh, that's, Dan that's Talica. Something. That's, that's something. Over on, over on Twitch, um, Sir Clutch says Cooper Cup 6200 in DFS play of the day. Okay. Yeah, that's another good one. I don't, I don't mind that. I, I like Cooper Cup. I think... This is the year he takes a huge step with Stafford. I mean, I think yep. Stafford's going to love him. Him and Woods are going to be on fire. It's it's so hard for me to look at him in a Rams Ooh, jersey, yeah, dude. but I love Matthew Stafford. I got the that reason. futures play on the Rams. I got that futures bet on the Rams. Let's go, and, and boys. The, the technical reason for it is that Jerry Goff. Jerry, 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 Jerry <laughs> Goff would throw a pass like this. He throws like this. Number two. That's like two Stafford. of the Jerry, Jerry Goff, Jerry Jones, yeah, Jerry Goff. Right in your hands, Jerry Goff floats it. <laughs> and he's, Goff. These dude, these two dudes, were getting separation before with the with the curly quarterback. Now Stafford's going to shoot it right into their hands. Jerry Goff, that is forever going to be Jerry Goff. Lollipop, <laughs> Jerry Goff. Matthew's much better. Lollipop, Jerry Goff. All right, uh, again, your thoughts are welcome. Thanks for watching here on Twitch and Facebook. Get involved. Comment. And uh, let us know. We'll get to picks here in a second. But first, we got to show you what happened last year with the picks. So, take a look. from the 50 last year, the standings. Again, uh, this is without Tolly since he's new here. He's at the bottom. But Zook overall, 70, 63, and 2. He was the king last season. Uh, Nick, second, was 68, 66, and 1. Big Web, 62, 70, and 3. And me, uh, it's not worth reading. Ooh, so, it's 55, 79, and 1 for Very the podcast tough. listeners Very out tough. There. But we are back. We got uh, brand new, brand new picks this year. Brand new slate. So we did Thursday zero, night picks. Zero, and zero. Thursday night will not count for the overall. What? We do Monday night, which we do uh, separate as well. Sunday night's the only one we're going to have in our top four picks. So we have four top picks. We have a toilet bowl game. We have an underdog game, and we have a lock of the week. That's seven picks a week, and the loser of each week has to do a punishment, either live on the show or... Oh, we're on. Yo. <laughs> oh, Tolly just joined. Hello, Tolly. <laughs> that's a Jeter, Jeter, Derek Jeter is the most ever. All right, hold on. we got to add you to the, the show. Out of nowhere, here they Tolly come. Is Derek right Jeter, now. Derek Jeter, talk up. Tolly, how are you, sir? We're great over here at Bill at Highmark Stadium now. Highmark Stadium. Highmark Stadium. Look at all the Bills fans out there, baby. Having a great time. So many Bills fans. Tyler, you guys jumping through tables or something? My brother did jump through a table. I got yelled at, told I could not jump through the table. Oh, fuck that table. (laughs) Did he get sprayed by uh, ketchup and mustard? I did not. I'm not sure where Pinto Ron is, but I avoided that. Oh, it's Pinto, Pinto Ron's the guy with the ketchup and mustard. Nice, nice. Well, that's yeah, awesome. Having yeah. a good time, and have you guys had any uh, have any pops yet? Uh, we've had quite a few. Quite a few. <laughs> Very hey, nice. Hey, Nick, I, I want Matt Milano's autograph. See if you can make that happen. Yeah, I'll, I'll work on that for you. There you go. <laughs> Tali, uh, we're going to go ahead and go through the picks here. Uh, we're going to go one by one, so we're going to start okay. – uh, first of all, I want to let you guys know you can join the Pick'em online from the50.com. Eric Jeter sucks. <laughs> I love it. Go ahead and join right now from the50.com. You have, uh, let's see, how many minutes? You got an hour. You got an hour to join. Get your picks in right now. It's free from the50.com through CBSSports.com. And what you do is you make your picks against the spread every week for free. 
First place, we're giving away a free big screen TV. Second place gets an NFL jersey. Third place will get a $50 Amazon gift card. So a lot of stuff coming, a lot of great prizes, and uh, get involved from the 50.com. All right, gentlemen. Well, let's go ahead. Zook, I will turn on the music. I promise. Yeah. You, but you, you, did you know that? I, I, I knew it was coming. coming. I knew it was coming. It always does. Man. So I was going to give you a compliment. You know, I didn't actually ask TJ if he had the music before the show, but TJ does uh, a, a lot of work. I mean, a ton of work getting all the graphics ready, getting everything set up, and making sure it's pristine. So Stop giving him so much Big credit. Web and I, the superstars, <laughs> can just come in here and record. Right. And so, you know, I was going to ask TJ if he had the music because it's for all the work he does i will still shit on him if there's no music <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. uh I, I gotta find it <laughs> but yeah we'll get we'll get right. going here buffalo we'll get going. buffalo and pittsburgh so we have uh actually i got a couple graphics here I, i'm gonna be honest with you i'm running the whole show we're in a different spot today so i'm, I'm gonna go ahead and, and take my time here but that's okay i can make one i i, here's no, my I need favorite your fucking mic i will make one pick without the music one pick and that's gonna be the buffalo bills uh plus whatever the I think, what are we at? We're under a touchdown. It's so. minus six minus, and a half. So minus. look right here for uh, last season. Here's a regular season record. ATS, Bills are 12 and seven. Yeah, it's the spread last season. You got points per that? game, very close. And look at the defense and offense. It's literally like flip-flopped right there. It's wow. literally flip-flopped. So pretty wild. Uh, but it should be a good one. Minus six and a half. Zook, you are taking the Buffalo Bills, though? No, no, no. I'm taking the Steelers. I'm taking sorry. The Steelers. I, I misspoke. I, I really oh. like the Steelers in, the, in this game uh, because... I think that, you know, Buffalo, again, is going to be a team that is is better, you know, later in the year. I just think the number, I'm taking the number here. The Steelers are not a bad football team. I mean, I mean, I know that they really, you know, kind of crapped the bed down the stretch there. They did start 11-0. And I think that in the warmer weather is where Big Ben, you're going to see him less affected than down the stretch. I think he's really going to struggle in the cold. I think the Steelers, similar to last year, are going to fade towards the end of the season. But the defense is healthy right now. They should should be able to at least keep the Bills in check. And I think that while the while I do like the Bills to win the game, I just think that the Steelers can cover here and make this a contest uh, between, you know, a field goal or so. Nick, your uh, thoughts? Well, do I get music or no? Well, I you can't don't get fucking me. find it. I Fuck didn't you. get fucking music, so you don't get music. <laughs> you don't have glasses. You don't get music. I don't know what to tell you. That's tough. That's tough that I don't have music. You know, these these picks are now negated. Um, but no, in this game, I am in agreement with Zook. I I am also, or no, I'm not in agreement. I'm I'm on the Steelers. I don't know. But Zook has, has no. The I'm on the Steelers too. I, yeah, I are, pulled the okie doke on TJ and told him Bills and then switched it, it to got Steelers. It, got so. it, got it, got it. You pulled, you <laughs> That's pulled on the, me. You pulled the okie doke on him. But yeah, I mean, I I think you know Bills win this game by a field goal. The the Bills are at home. It's going to be a tough game, but. This Steelers team, I'm a very high on Najee Harris. I think Najee Harris is the second coming of Derrick Henry. That might be a hot take right now without even having played wow. a game yet. But Najee Harris is going to do wonders for this Steelers offense. Big Ben needs him. Big Ben's arm is, is about to fall off, and so he can't be throwing the rock a ton. I do love Chase Playpool because he's on my fantasy team, but that's neither here nor there. So I do think the <laughs> Steelers are going to... the year. <laughs> I do think the Steelers are going to keep this close, and really it's going to be on the backs of that defense. We just mentioned T.J. Watt and the contract that he signed, but the Steelers' defense, earlier on in that season, I mean, they were probably top five defense in the league until everybody got hurt. So if this Steelers' defense can play anything like they did at the beginning of last season, yes, Josh Allen and, and the Bills' offense is very good, but I think six and a half is too many, and I think they keep it within a field goal. You need to adjust those studio lights. Yeah, You're telling me, bro. It's yeah, it's like, like literally right a big old sun like, thing like right in his head. Maybe, maybe you need some from the 50s suntan screen. Sunscreen. I'm going to go to my sunglasses. I think TJ saved the music for his pick. Just a little like suspense. A little suspense. Big Web, what do you got? This is nice, man. I like this music. Buffalo is going to cover this football game, boys and girls, and I'll tell you why. Just like I talked about in the open, there is consistency on the Buffalo football team. Tolly's going to bring it home up there for us. And really, Big Ben is going to make his flub-ups and stop a lot of drives himself. I think it's worth six and a half, seven, eight, nine points. Give me Buffalo. Uh, so I think Tolly, I don't know what happened to him. I think he uh, he dropped. Got a lot of things going on here. Derek Jeter sucks. <laughs> Derek Jeter sucks. Derek Jeter uh, sucks. So I'm going to go ahead and agree with Big Web. I'm taking the Bills in this one. You know, it's hard to go against them at home, especially. And I, I know the Steelers are a good team. I know it's six and a half. But 
it's that it's the fact that it's not a touchdown. If it was a touchdown right now, I would definitely say uh, that it should be it should be thought about that you take Pittsburgh. But I think Josh Allen and the team will be able to score a lot of points. So I'm going to take the Bills in this Safe one. Safe to say, Tolly's taking the Bills. Yeah, being Bills that he's absolutely. absolutely. That's, that's, absolutely. That's, that's, yeah, that's, Tolly absolutely took the Bills. So that's, I was going to uh, say I I would have reamed him when he came back about how how fake of a fan he was if he took Pittsburgh to cover. Oh, when he's going to the game. I'm just going to say it has everything to do with the music. Once the music started, everybody went with Buffalo. That's it. That's that's how it goes, man. The music pumps everybody up, gets everybody in a good mood. That's it. All right, let's uh, let's move forward. We're going to go to which is Browns against Chiefs. So uh, as you can see from last season, Browns 11-5, 14-2 for the Chiefs. 8-10 against the spread for the Browns. 8-11 for Kansas City. Really uh, shocking numbers for me when I saw that. Uh, but again, it's a team that is is a great team, but they also get a lot of points that they have to cover a lot of the weeks, and I think that's the reason why it was just a weird season for them as far as covering. So again, in this one, Kansas City is minus 6.5. Zook, what do you got? This is my least favorite pick probably on the board. And, uh, you know, it, it's because of the of the shuffling offensively for Kansas City and the fact that I think the Browns are a really good football team. If you remember the playoff game last year, Patrick Mahomes was on one leg, but uh, the Browns made that close. And they've had to live with that bad taste in their mouths all offseason. And they're going to get a chance to redeem themselves on the road here in week one. So I do think there's, there's a reason to take the Browns here. But at the end of the day, I just can't go against uh, uh, Kansas City. Again, those high-flying offenses, I think, are, are better served in warm weather. It's going to be warm weather in Arrowhead. And I think that, uh, you know, it, it, the the Chiefs should be able to cover. I like that it's under a touchdown. I mean, you mentioned that you showed the spread statistics there, TJ. They're oftentimes having to cover 7, 10, 14 points. Absolutely. They're under a touchdown, so I'm going to take it and run. This might be one of the only times I get to pick them. Uh, Nick? Yeah, these spreads are going to go up, What up, are those up, glasses, up. by the way? Up, 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 up. They're my sunglasses. Um, I'm Hollywood. They're, these spreads are going to go up, 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 up the rest of the season uh, as Kansas City continues to win ball games, and that's where the stat you showed. They can't cover the spread late in the season because these spreads are so high. This is a healthy Cleveland team, though, and they added some dogs at defensive end this year. Some dogs. They're going to be going after Patrick Mahomes all day. I think Kansas City, again, this should be three or four, so I'm going to take – Cleveland, a fully healthy Cleveland going into Arrowhead and covering the spread. I don't think they win the game, but they have a shot. I think they got a shot. I think Baker and the Browns have a shot to win this ball game. I don't think they do, but they at least cover that six and a half. Give me the Browns, dog pound. Okay, Unabomber. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Big Web. I'll tell you what, Kansas City is the same team we saw last year, very solid. And like Zook said and Nick said, Cleveland is – solid as well but uh there's seven new faces on the defense on cleveland that could be good that could be bad but we know kansas city what they can do i'm gonna go ahead and take kansas city early in the year here on this one and just to be converse to that i'm gonna also tell you that if if uh you can tease cleveland up to uh 13 and a half take it that's where I think that game's going to I love that in a tease. Like that, you know, there's some times yeah. where the tease doesn't really help you if it's like four and a half point spread. Yeah. That, that's one of those teams that, yeah, you got to love getting almost two touchdowns with the Browns. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Dad. I'm going to go ahead and take the uh, Kansas City Chiefs in this one. You know, I, I just think they're too strong. Again, it's it's a year where they come off a Super Bowl loss. I think they're just going to be even hungrier. I think they're going to be even better than they've been in the past. So I like Kansas City in this one. I think also Cleveland is just not saying they're overhyped or a good football team, but I don't know if I believe in Baker as much as a lot of people do. A lot of experts, people even saying throw some odds on him for Super Bowl or for MVP. I, I don't yeah, know. That's, that's a little that's a ooh. little bit of a stretch for me. So I'm going to go whatever ahead. bud they have. <laughs> right. I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Kansas City. It's only six and a half, win by a touchdown. At home, in Arrowhead, opening week. Come on. I'm taking Kansas City. Tolly's going to go ahead and go with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, so we got three to two on that one. So we move uh, to the next matchup, which we have the Green Bay Packers going up against the Saints. So, you know, this one is interesting. No Drew Brees, obviously. First time that uh, he has not been the uh, opening day starter for the Saints in quite some time. Last year, uh, pretty good records for both of them. 
Packers 11 and 7 against the spread, one of the best in the NFL. You know, their their offense is just prolific. There's a reason why they're, you know, one of the top teams. Aaron Rodgers comes back, all the questions with him, what's going to happen. There's a lot of of things to watch in this game, but the biggest one is going to be Jameis Winston. What happens with Jameis <laughs> Winston, the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints? Zook, what do you think? Oh, I'm sure the Packers defense will make him look like a superstar. <laughs> uh, we do have a new defensive coordinator, though, this year, so give him a couple of weeks. They're keeping, I think, relatively the same system, so it shouldn't be that hard for the guys to pick up. I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers here, minus three and a half points on the road uh, against New Orleans. Now, the, what's huge about this game, they don't have to play in the Superdome. The game got moved to Jacksonville, Florida, I believe. So uh, the Packers, fun fact, the only team in the NFL that will play a truly neutral schedule. Eight home games, eight road games, one neutral site game because the the uh, Saints are having to give up a home game to have this game played in Jacksonville. Packers are giving up a road game of which they previously had nine. So uh, they're the only team in the NFL that's going to play a neutral uh, schedule all year. But I think that that's huge. You remember last year? when they played on Sunday Night Football and, and Aaron Rodgers was uh, using, you know, the snap count to get guys to jump offside in the Superdome with no fans. That was going to be not the case this year. Right. But the fact that it's moved to Jacksonville, I think, kind of puts that back on. I don't think they're hey, really hey. going to have a home field advantage. Not that one. Tali, we, what's up? <laughs> we, we are back. Well, I don't think he's on the show. Tali, I'm sorry. We're busy. We got to kick you. We got to kick you. I'm sorry. We'll talk to you in a little bit. I can't do it. I can't do it right now. A lot going on. Cheater socks. (laughs) Nick, Nick, what's up? What do you got? Yeah, with this being a neutral site game, this spread's a little bit too low for Green Bay. Uh, Last year in in Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. Last year in Green Bay for Devontae Adams. No, uh, no. Devontae Adams is playing for his next contract. He's going to be leaving Green Bay after this year. Uh, Sorry about it, Zook. No, uh, they won't won't get rid of both of them. I'll bet you any amount of money. This spread (laughs) spread is way too low. I think Green Bay has a field day out there against New Orleans. So give me Green Bay. All right, uh, Big Web. Boys, I tell you what, the Saints, like I said earlier in the show, they have salary cap issues down there. They got rid of a lot of players. Drew Brees out, Michael Burton out, Emmanuel Sanders gone, Jared Cook gone, Brown, Henderson, Alexander gone, gone, gone on defense. Norris Jenkins gone on defense. Malcolm Jenkins gone on defense. I mean, my God, they're a whole different football team. It's going to be a case of who dat for Winston. He's going to drop back. He's going to, not going to recognize a receiver anywhere. Marcos Galloway. That's it, man. That's what he'll be doing. Now, I'll tell you what, though. When Thomas is out five games, Thomas is out five games, you go, okay, let's look at Trey Quan Smith. He's got a hamstring. He's out, too. This guy has nobody to throw to. Take the Packers. Take the Packers. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers, who too. Who dat? They, they ain't who that dat? this year. They ain't, At least this week, they ain't that. It, so many questions. I mean, Jameis, last time he was a starting quarterback, he threw 30 interceptions in a year. We don't know what the hell this guy's going to do. He's shown some promise, but his dad said, no Michael Thomas. The defense, the secondary at least, is in shambles. You got Aaron Rodgers, who is needing to prove something this year, with Devontae Adams, who wants to keep this thing going with Aaron. I just I don't see how this isn't at least a seven point win for the Packers. I'll say I'll say one thing in the Saints' favor, and it's not much, but Green Bay today they got rid of that Lindsley, the, the center, Corey Lindsley, the yeah. center, and he went to like the Raiders or somebody. Chargers, Chargers. I knew it was West. So <laughs> there you go. so, and then also Bakhtiari is out today. Yep, that's true. And he's got a he's on a, P, he's a coming, pup, pup list. Yeah, he's coming pup back. List. Remember, he tore the ACL like second right. to last week of the so, regular season. So we got two rookies. On Green Bay's offensive line, I think they'll overcome that and still cover the spread. Tali is going to be on an island. He's taking the uh, New Orleans Saints, surprisingly. Ooh, island pick. Nice. Think first island of the year. Give, a, give I think them it is. First island of the year. Uh, I think it Islands is. are going to be harder to come Big by. Big Web had also. an island on Thursday, but we didn't count it. It's not counting in the oh, overall standings. So. The... You get oh. until you're 1-0 on Thursdays. Congratulations. Well, yeah, also, right. also, too, you know, I kind of hated myself for this, but I picked the Bucks in, in our, you know, uh, pick them at the time of the spread. And then, like, right before kickoff, it got up to something ridiculous, like nine and a half points. So I was like, yeah. I, I got to take the Cowboys. So I, I, put, I took the Cowboys, so I switched like an idiot. <laughs> I, I liked all the way up to 10. Shit. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, last one we have on the four, and then we'll get to the toilet bowl game of the week. We have the Los Angeles Rams against Chicago Bears on Sunday night football. Rams are minus seven and a half. Last season, Rams 10 and six against the spread. Ten, or, sorry, 10 and eight against the spread. And, uh, you know, regular season 10 and six. Bears last season with uh, – 
just the the carousel they had. Uh, mainly Nick Foles, a quarterback. Again, ATS, they were 8-9. 11th ranked defense, first for the Rams. So it's this this screams to me, and it should to everybody else by those stats, that this is the Rams game to dominate. Uh, but again, you have a situation. You got Andy Dalton, their quarterback. I don't think he's the guy. Uh, might, be right, chance, right. might be a Hot chance. Might be a chance that Justin Fields there. possibly gets in late. I don't know, but uh, Zook, your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if, if Justin Fields is starting this football game, I think I take the Bears to cover seven and a half points. But being that it's Andy Dalton, I don't see the Bears scoring more than seven points in the first half. Um, I do think that the Rams defense takes a significant step back this year. I think that the offense is going to have to carry the team. Brandon Staley, now the head coach of the Chargers, he is gone. Uh, Troy Hill, I believe, also gone. So this is a stars and scrubs approach on, on the defensive side of the football. Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, a couple solid pieces, but not much else. They lost, lost, lost John Johnson, the third, the safety. He's gone also. Uh, went to the Browns. So uh, this is a defense that's going to look a lot different. I think take a big step back. That's said i don't think they take a step back tonight because of again like you mentioned this bra this uh bears offense under matt Nagy has significantly underachieved now with andy dalton maybe andy dalton looks good you know i've been a proponent of his i think over the years just i think the slander gets a little out of control with him he's not that that bad but he's also not that good yeah so uh i think justin fields proved that he was the better player in the preseason they're rolling out Andy Dalton. Uh, I got. I just. I got to take the Rams at home. Seven and a half. I think they can do it. Nick, your thoughts? Yeah, to me, this one screams backdoor cover with all the money coming really in does. on Los Angeles. Um, and so, part of me wants to like lean the Bears just just a little bit because of that backdoor cover. But I, I am going to stick with the Rams, and and I do think that their offense. Gets it done. Couple questions in the run game. You got Sonny Michelle coming in there after you lose Cam Akers. Um, but those wide receivers are the best in the league. Uh, they have one of the, if not probably, probably top three uh, wide receiver course in the league. And with uh, with a quarterback like Matthew Stafford, they're going to be throwing the ball a shit ton. And I think they score a lot of points. Andy Dalton's not going to do shit. And uh, there's, I don't think there's a chance we see Justin Fields this game either. I think they're going to stick to their Andy Dalton plan and and wait to play Fields in about week six. Big Web. I tell you what, boys, the uh, Andy Dalton saga in my life continues. The guy usually screws me whether I bet on him or bet against him. Yeah. Uh, but I, I got to go with the Rams here. I, I think Stafford, like I said earlier, is going to zip the ball into these guys. He's going to make Woods and Cup better receivers this year. They're still going to have separation, but he's going to make them even more open by zipping that ball in there. I like the uh, addition of the running back from uh, New England. Uh, you know what I'm Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, Sony. I like that addition there. I think it's going to be a. Uh, I think it's going to be a Rams cover, and I am a little concerned on defense for the Rams. So I kind of like the over tonight as well. <sighs> over what? in a Bears game. That's, you know what? That's a pick. You know what? You know what? This is this is where it goes wrong, TJ. You I'm taking the Bears. Taking the Bears. Seven Relax. and a half. Taking the Bears. Seven and a half. That that hook, baby. That hook. Andy he's Dalton's trying, he's trying to talk himself into Backdoor cover. Backdoor cover. Matthew Stafford throws two picks today. Two picks, sacked three times. Two picks, sacked three times. There's no way you Take feel good about that. Take the Bears plus seven and a half. I like no it. Way. I like hey, it because I've, I've just, been put on an island and I love to see it. You just left the clean sweep off the table so you know the Rams are absolutely smacking us now. Yeah, whereas if he's – so that's a spot there where being the last picker. That's not it. That's not it. Last picker fucks you because if you take the Rams and it's a clean sweep, Bears cover. But if you take the Bears, now Rams cover is back on. Or, or I win nope. the week, get the crown, and say, fuck all you guys. Or that's <laughs> yeah, what happens. How many times did that happen last year? How many times did that happen last year? When you well, we don't talk about the past on this program, you Nick. Signed, I don't know what to tell you. Board over there. I mean, there was, this, there was a reason yeah, you got yeah. 55 wins last year, man. Let's talk about you last season. Let's talk about Nick's 0-7 two years ago. Would you like to talk what? about the past? Because hey, I can man, bring that I might, up, too. I might have 0-7 a couple weeks, but at least I stay consistent. I finished second, uh, I think, both years. So. Say, hey, the game, right has there. the game been played yet? Is has the, the game shit been played yet? long as I beat TJ, the... that's all yeah, that yeah, matters You're the guy that's wearing sunglasses inside, I don't need you dumbass. He looks like my homie Jay Christ with all that light in the back. He really does. <laughs> Jeez, oh. <laughs> He's got the beard for it, too. He really does. He really does. All right, well, I'm taking the Bears. I'm on an island. Holly's got uh, the Rams in that one. All right, we move to the toilet bowl game of the week. So in this one, we have Jacksonville against the Houston Texans. Jacksonville minus two and a half 
And uh, Trevor Lawrence getting his first NFL start in this one against Tyrod Taylor in the Houston Texans. Yeah, uh, Tyrod. Thank oh, you. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Um, <laughs> like the th- old this man. Is, uh, <laughs> here's kind of, I guess, uh, my. I give one. I'll give you one spicy take a week. I got Texans outright to win the football game wow. this week against the Jags. Okay. Ooh. I think that uh, the Texans again. I just think the slander's gotten a little out of control. They're a home dog. This is an offense that has a rookie quarterback making his first NFL start, as TJ mentioned, and a coach making his first ever NFL start. I think that the Jacksonville Urban Meyer thing is going to be an absolute train wreck, and I think it gets off to a pretty bad start here today. Wow. Okay. Uh, Nick? Yeah, going into Houston's a tough place to play, certainly. Uh, you got some, still still got some okay weapons out there. Uh, they, Deshaun not playing and, uh, you know, Tarod, whatever. Uh, so, you know, more more than likely, most of the time, I would look at Houston. But you're playing my Jacksonville Jaguars, baby. We got to get on the Jag wagon. It starts right now. Trevor Lawrence, the future. Urban Meyer Looks probably like going to get on a Harley in a second. He's he probably going to get fired in like week two. Uh, but uh, we are all light. aboard the Jag wagon. We are riding. We are committed, and we have to bet Jacksonville anytime they play anybody, no matter what the spread is. I understand why you need shades now. You get sun directly in the left part going, of your face. We are, yeah. You see this ring light bouncing off my sun? Yeah, I do. I do. Just, the sun. I, do. <laughs> I, I wanted right to say, Nick, like you eyes. don't need this the ring a, light, my guy. Hey, hey, but we, but we're but we're here. We we power through it. That's what we do, and we are absolutely hammering the Jaguars. Lavisca Chenault's going to have a big day. Uh, James Robinson's going to have a big day. Let's go, Jags! All right, Jacksonville from uh, from Nick. Wow. I'll tell you what, he's going to have like a striped sunburn when he walks into the sports bar this afternoon. <laughs> Big web, what do you got? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I like Jacksonville here. I Even though Rex Burkhead is now playing for the Texans, I, uh, I, I, I'll I take Jacksonville. I, I, I disagree a little bit. I think, a... I, think, I think Urban because Meyer. Because of Rex Burkhead? I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I think Urban Meyer can put a team together. It's just not there yet. But uh, for this game, it can be Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm going to take the Jags, too, and we're going to put uh, Zook on an island as Tali also will take the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm telling so. you, I like them outright to win the Woo. game. Would you like to make a wager on that? Yeah, sure. Wait, for what? A uh, milkshake or something. Yeah. I'm not trying to get crazy. I just came off the gotta, worst year of my picking some career. Odds, like 400 milkshakes. 400? All Six right. pack. Six pack. Six. Okay. Six pack of six, six pack, pack of for a tall boy because that gives yeah. you odds. Okay. All right. Fine. Yeah. All right. So I take Jacksonville just to win, not to cover in this bet. You t- you're taking Jack. Yeah, yeah, okay. You're just yeah, to win the game. All right. Great. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. If, I'm, if I'm getting odds, right. yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right, let's do it. There you go. Okay. There we go. Uh, we have uh, underdog picks of the week, boys. Well, side action now. Let's go ahead and start with uh, with Mr. Zook. Zook, what do you got? So I initially really liked Washington, but the line had moved. They're now favorites. So I'm going to go, uh, and I know we're kind of running a little late here. We're having, having fun week one, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles on the road against uh, the Falcons to cover I think uh, I think it's about three points right now. Um, we can get an official ruling on that later. Yeah, but, we'll check it out. Uh, I, I think that uh, the the Falcons' defense is going to be very very bad this year, and I think that the Eagles are going to be able to to get a little bit of offense going up the middle. I think that you know with the revamped wide receiver core, I don't know if I'm in or out on their new head coach yet. We'll have to see on that one. But I think that Jalen Hurts is going to be able to run the football. I think they're going to be able to run it between the tackles with Miles Sanders as well. And they got the two tight ends, Goddard and Hurts, at least for the moment, that can help Hurts out over the middle. Uh, you know, I think the the weakness of the Philadelphia offense is when they have to spread the ball out because of Hurts' arm. But if they can keep it, you know, in the ta- tackle box between the hashes and between the numbers, I think that's where they have a chance to succeed. And I think that they can do that today against the Falcons. He changed scenery. <laughs> <laughs> that hey, was quick. You're sick of getting bullied. Nick, what's your underdog? Dude, that, that sun was getting a little too warm for this hoodie. And, like, I know my picks are on fire and hot, and that's why, you know, we're, we're doing this shit. Okay. But right. uh, we're going to Indianapolis. I think I'm getting three now. Is that correct? Uh, Indy yep. is getting three, yes. I'm getting three. Huge. That's huge. The two and a half was a little bit scary. We like the three because I think Indianapolis wins this game outright. Uh, Seattle is going on the road into Indy. But put my money where my mouth is with Carson Wentz and what I said earlier I do think uh this is this could be a very good year for Indianapolis if Carson Wentz can stay healthy he's healthy right now so we'll uh we'll see what we get in week one if I was betting I wouldn't actually bet this game don't actually throw any money at this game but for my pick I am taking Indy as my underdog big web 
I'll make this short and sweet. I was actually very surprised that the Chargers were a dog against Washington. Give me the Chargers. All right. The uh, Los Angeles Chargers against the uh, – who would you say again? Washington, Washington, Washington football, football whatever WFT. WFT. You don't believe in Fitzmagic? I, I do not today. All right. I'm just asking a question. I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and take uh, Miami in this one. They're getting three and a half against New England. Now, it's in Foxborough, but you got two main things. You got a division foe. Yeah, Miami always plays New England tough, and you got a rookie quarterback in Mac Jones. Mac Jones is a great quarterback. I think he's going to have a good game. Miami's for, like legit. If Tua can they step are. up, they're a good team. Getting three and a half against division foe week one. A lot of question marks everywhere. Brand new offense, pretty much, in New England. Two tight ends in Jonu Smith and uh, Hunter Henry, who are also banged up, by the way. So, I don't know. I think it's going to be a good game. I see it being close enough for Miami cover. So, give me Miami for uh, my underdog of the week. One of my favorite games to, to watch this week. I think that's going to be an interesting one yeah. on the slate to good, see like, good how, Miami how good is Miami, good Miami and how good is New England going to be. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, Tali's going to go ahead and agree with Nick and take uh, the Eagles in this one. Agree with me. Or, I'm sorry, Zook. Zook. I think I just checked. I think it's three and a half now. So we'll we'll have to we'll, you see if yours is yeah, the same let me, as mine. Let me give it a ch- let me give a little look. It's, it's around a field goal. That's what we Philly know. is yeah three and a half plus three, three and a half. So we we'll get the lock hook. it in three and a half. We get the hook, which is really nice. Absolutely. All right. Uh, finally, we have our locks of the week. Uh, Mr. Zook, what do you got? Hey, I really like the Carolina Panthers this week. I think that line has moved a lot. It moved like from like four all the way up to like five and a half, six. Then it came back down to four. Um, I, I and, and I think that the Panthers are going to be a sneaky playoff team this year. I really do. I, I believe in Joe Brady. I believe in Matt Rule. And ultimately, too, I can't quit Sam Darnold. I think that the Jets are more to blame for his play in New York than Sam Darnold is. And uh, he, with the weapons of Robbie Anderson, the hookup that you mentioned, he gets DJ Moore. He gets the best running back in football in Christian McCaffrey and a really good defense. They're going up against his former team, so you got you know he's going to be motivated. And they're at home. So I, I really like the Panthers today. Uh, Nick? Hey, I like the Panthers today. You know, I love Joe Brady. I love Matt Rule. I think they could be a sneaky playoff team. I believe in Sam Darnold, and I believe in Robbie Anderson and what they're doing out there. So give me the Panthers today. Very simple. <laughs> what the hell? Was oh, that what, was it's that like it? we just heard that. I feel like yeah. it was like an echo or something. <laughs> Big Web? I, don't, I want nothing to do with the damn Panthers. <laughs> give me the Rams. You know, I think Sir they're going I think the Rams are going to absolutely roll out there tonight. Uh, like I said earlier, you know you're going to have just solid offense going on for the Rams, and uh, not much from Chicago. First double pick. Oh yeah, doubled up, doubled up. Uh, I think dangerous. I'm, I'm between two of them. I think I'm going to take the <laughs> Packers tonight or today. I think I'm going to take the Packers against New Orleans. Just double. Jameis scares the shit out of me. I don't know what it is, but he scares the shit out of me already. So. Give me the Packers under a touchdown. That seems like a pretty good lock to me. Three and a half feels low. It does feel low. And then Tolly's going to take Tennessee. Uh, The Tennessee Titans are his lock of the week. And, uh, gentlemen, that'll do it. That'll do it for our picks. That'll do it for the show. But we have a sponsored segment. Big Web's Best Bets of the Week, sponsored by K. Roberts from REMAX Gold. If you haven't already... Go call her right now, 314-409-4113. If you're buying a home, if you're selling a home, she's the best real estate agent in town. And guess what? She wants to make you happy. She doesn't want to make just make money off you. She wants to be your friend. She wants to make sure you're in the right spot for your family. She wants to get there and make sure that you're in the right situation. So please give her a call today, 314-409-4113. And last but not least, we have Big Web's Best Bet. Of the week. week. What camera are we at? This one. This one. Boys and girls, I, I've done business <laughs> He's with got him. His Just one little clip. <laughs> Kay Roberts is hands down best real estate agent in the book. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Very nice. All right. So, uh, look, just being a little conservative, week one, do have a little investment here. Ladies and gentlemen, follow Big Web. Follow Big Web this year. We're going to make some money for you. This is very simple. Very simple over here. The state of Illinois is giving away money. They're giving away money. Here we go. <laughs> I have the San Francisco 49ers bought it down to six and a half. Okay. I have the Los Angeles Rams bought that down to six and a half. $100 two-way parlay pays two seventy-eight fifty. Okay. I have another one. All right. Four-way teaser. Mm-hmm. San Francisco 49ers, you'll like this number, two and a half. Two and a half they are. Los Angeles Rams, one and a half. Oh, wow. The over- 
In Zook's Philadelphia Eagles Atlanta Falcons game, uh-huh. 42 and a half. I like that. that. I like that a lot. Ready for this? The under in TJ's Dolphin Patriots game, 49 and a half. Love Get that, that one up. Yeah. Like that too. So bottom like- up, bottom down. Yeah. That ticket, $100 pays you 340 on a four team teaser. 100 plays Good 340. Luck. One more time. 100 pays 340. Niners minus two and a half. Rams minus one and a half. Over 42 and a half. With Atlanta and Philly and under forty nine and a half, Miami and New England. That is correct. That's pretty, that sounds pretty good and to me. I like think that's doc, the winner. I think that's that sounds pretty good. It's like Doctor Jekyll teasing those lines, grabbing winners for the folks. Absolutely. You know Kate the- Roberts, Remax Gold sponsors Big Web's best bets of the week, and we'll, we'll be we're going to be uh, in the in the green this year. We were close. You're close last year. Close. A, Very close. A couple freaking knee kneel downs and throwing out of bounds and stepping out of all the bullshit. Keep the bullshit out of it this year. Let's win <laughs> yeah, some Nick, money. Nick Chubb fucked you. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, I got one teaser. See what you guys think about this, real quick. Twenty dollars. It's it pays forty eight. I'm not I'm not a huge better, but it's you know it's a little bit over two to one plus one forty. I got uh, teaser over thirty eight and a half Chargers in Washington. I got Miami plus nine against New England and Kansas City minus a half against Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's. I like if anybody likes the Browns straight up, they all feel they all feel like locks. So I'm sure one of them will lose. Someone will not win. (laughs) One will not happen. I think Browns are winning it straight up. Oh yeah, you did take the Browns straight up. I forgot about that. No, I took them spread. I I think the Chiefs won by field goal. Oh, do you? Okay. A lot of people think they're going to win. A lot of people think Browns are going to win. No, no. Real quick. That's fine. There, there's some major money to be made here if you truly believe that. If you've like Cleveland money line and you like Zooks, Carolina, you didn't say money line on Carolina. You said money line on somebody earlier. Texans. Texans. Can you imagine if those two, that, that parlay would pay a 15, ton. 18 to 1? Yeah. yeah. I, I think I'm going to take a new approach with the parody in the NFL. I think I'm going to start betting like dogs money line yeah like seven yeah, ten point dude, dogs that's not money. bad man that's just I mean, like it pays a, out like a shit ton just, too, just, just to be in on the action and make some friends along the way you yeah. know spend yeah. a few bucks see what happens you could sponsor that and take a picture of nick with them glasses and that beard he'll he can be the dog sponsor of the year <laughs> that's right shout out to bud <laughs> light nick's got one we got one right here we're still we're still trying to get a bud light sponsorship so bud light if you're watching which i know you are uh, hit me up, TJ Weber at WeberYellMedia.com. All right, that'll do it. Week one is in the books for From the 50. You got 20 minutes, though. FromThe50.com. If you have in. not go done it, number one, get your bets in. Number two, go join the Pick'em right now. It's free to join. It's free. And free. you can make your picks in five seconds. Once you do that, free TV for the first place winner. Second place gets an NFL jersey. Third place gets a $50 gift card just for picking games for free. Go do it. You got 20 minutes right now. FromThe50.com. That'll do it. For Nick... For Tali, for Zook, for Big Web, I'm TJ. We'll see you guys in week two. Good luck.